0: Welcome to Podcast Marketing Secrets, the place for entrepreneurs, coaches, and CEOs who are looking to grow their business with a podcast, become a key person of influence in their industry, and get their ideal clients to come to them, also known as attraction marketing. I'm your host, Dom Morant, and my guest today is Eric McHugh. Eric's experience includes an optimization for, for Snap, Inc., consulting for Fortune 500 through the Chapter 11 bankruptcy process, Dark Matter Research at Carnegie Mellon University with his brother's team, and helping found CartRev, a social commerce platform that had over 100 Shopify brands using its SaaS platform. Presently, Eric is chief growth officer at ShopX and views growth as his main responsibility. More specifically, the growth of token holder value by whatever means necessary within the bounds of reason. His top three traits are endless endurance, top-tier perception, and very thick skin. ShopX is an NFT-as-a-service or NAS suite of solutions that allow businesses to create branded e-commerce NFTs, driving sales and customer engagement in Web3. ShopX equips merchants with the tools they need to have more control over fees, data, and transactions helping them grow their business and improve the customer experience one purchase at a time. Welcome
1: to the show, Eric. Well, thank you, man. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Awesome, awesome. So before we dive into ShopX, can you tell us a little bit about your background and like what led you up to ShopX and working with like these emerging and uh, next-level kind of technologies?
1: Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, nice to meet everyone. My name is Eric i'm 30 years old i'm blessed to be living in beautiful southern california my main hobbies right now are chess muay thai reading anything under the sun and meditation Uh, for your listeners i just got back from a 10-day noble science meditation retreat in joshua tree california it was a beautiful transformative experience so if you're into nature into that stuff and feel inclined i would highly recommend you check that out i went to college at the university of california irvine And during that time, I was a intern at a project management firm in Barcelona. That was fun because a you're traveling abroad and B you got to see how different cultures interacted. And I also interned in Washington, DC as a government affairs consulting intern. So that's basically lobbying right out of college. My first job was at Snapchat Inc. The reason there are two main reasons I chose that reason. Number one is if you're familiar with California, Venice beach is a cool tourist location and their campus structure was actually it wasn't one big campus they bought a bunch of different properties so like different houses along the venice beach boardwalk so instead of working in one office space you would jump around to different offices or different houses and work with different work pods so i, I honestly just thought that was cool and the second reason i chose that position was it was a month right before the snap inc's ipo so i just wanted to see what it was like going through that with the company it was it was a fun experience everyone was happy the food was good as um it was during summer so everyone was kind of beating it up during the day so it was a great experience right after that my first i guess real job out of college was as a bankruptcy consultant so what that is it's for when a fortune 500 company like our clients include like washington mutual they go bankrupt they have tons of debt they have to divide up amongst just pretty much everyone so they work with lawyers and the bankruptcy court to get that done during that time is when I was really just going hard into like doing my deep dive into cryptocurrency. So I was reading the white paper, all the old school cats like Caitlin Long, Stefan Lavera, Dean, Andreas Antonopoulos, the original cypherpunks. I had a group chat with my friends, ones at Kraken, ones at Coinbase, who we'd always send each other information about anything crypto related. We'd have Bitcoin offers, for, meaning someone would buy like 500 bucks worth of Bitcoin. Then someone would be like, okay, well you bought 500, I had to buy 500, 550. So it was, it was a fun little competition we had. So at that time that the Bitcoin ethos of non rent seeking didn't exactly align with my consultant work. Well, and while the consultant work was great, the incentive behind the structure of that company was I would do work. The company would then bill out the client. So I wasn't incentivized to do the quickest work, meaning I, I would check stuff twice, three times, because if I were billing out the client, um, the company was happy. And the bigger issue of that is in a bankruptcy case, there's a lot of debt that has to be displaced amongst everyone. And there are levels to who get the debt first. So there's like the tier one, tier two, tier three, and tier four. And I'm sure you can guess where the normal, everyday me and you type person, where they get paid out and it's it's not first. And to quote the famous Ricky Bobby quote, if you ain't first, you're last. So <laughs> so my uh so it turns out like I was. The work I was doing, I felt that it was taking away money that should have been paid out to, I guess, the everyday normal people. So, without further ado, I waited for my bonus just because I'm obviously going to do that. I quit my job without a plan, and I at that point I knew I was really going to work in crypto. And before what before Web three was a thing, it's we just called it crypto. So I started just going to cryptocurrency meetups. We met the original ShopEx, I met the original ShopEx team at one of these meetups in Long Beach, hosted by Crypto Wendy o. She's one of the top influencers right now, so shout out to her. So ShopEx has been going strong for all that time. And in the meantime, we also launched a SaaS platform called CarRev or Paul and Lita, two different names. What that did was it replaced affiliate codes. Its secret sauce was it... Uh, a kept within platform, so you could just click a link directly with Instagram, and make that purchase there, and we minimize the checkout clicks to less than four clicks, thus increasing conversion. So imagine you're a brand, you're on Shopify, you download our app, then you upload our products, you upload your products to our database with a discount and a commission, and then any one of our users could see the product shared from a personal link. So for example, me, I could like okay, I like this Nike shoe, Adidas shirt, Reebok uh, shorts. I could put them all in one link. And then you as my friend, my follower, or whomever, could see all products through one link, make that purchase within four clicks with an app. You get the discount, so you're happy. And it turns out our discount service, it worked in tandem with their Shopify store. So it was actually cheaper than what they would get on their website. So that's your incentive as a customer. Me as a brand user or me as the affiliate, I would get the commission. So I'm happy. And the brand would get a sale. So obviously the brand wants a sale. So they're they're happy at that part. At its peak, we got over hundred Shopify brands using it, which is helpful for Shop X because all that knowledge we learned about during that time is transferred over to ShopX, which is Web3 e-commerce. When you think of Shop X, I want you to think of Google or Apple Web3. Long term, we're gonna be a suite of products for any brand to any brand on Shopify and WooCommerce to download our app and earn web three benefits. Right now we have two products live the first is reserve x that's a nft powered loyalty program so if you're a brand you're on shopify or woocommerce you can download our app and then directly within the app you can launch an nft collection normally if you were a brand who wanted to launch an nft collection this would cost you like 20 dollars. dollars you have to hire like a web developer who aren't cheap at this point hire artists get all that stuff done and spit it out but with our solution you can do it within the app within less than five minutes by filling out two simple forms so if you're a brand you we want to launch a NFT collection with e-commerce value? You just download the app, get our tokenized software licenses, and fill out two forms with like a picture of your, whatever you want your NFT pass to look like, the price, a description, and then from there, after your NFT pass is created, your customers then get a simple URL where they can purchase the NFT pass from you. So, and they can make that purchase it with either credit card or cryptocurrency. We chose to add the credit card option just to make it as simple as possible for your customers. So imagine Nike, they want to use their services. They launch a gold, gold-tier gold pass for their most loyal customers. The customers then purchase that NFT pass, not for the hype, but because they want the e-commerce benefits that come with the pass. So me as a customer, I purchase a Nike pass. That pass comes with a token-gated autographed shoe from a Nike athlete. I then can claim that product. As a brand, when I when I make that purchase of the NFT pass, you have control over 95% of where the funds go. Meaning if you're a brand, you're working like an influencer, an agency, you have control over 95% of the funds. So they automatically get paid out to whomever you want. shopx earns our revenue from that extra 5%. So if it's hundred dollar pass, you have 95, we get five. And this leads into our second product, which is squad X. That's the first ever blockchain based ambassador program. So just like Twitter pays out its creators from ad revenue, just help keep the platform going and keep everyone happy. We pay our community from Reserve X revenue for um, helping our ecosystem grow. So in our example, a brand uh, Nike the, sold one pass for hundred bucks. They get 95 shop X would earn five, $5. We share half of that. So $2.5 amongst the pool of our shop X community for helping our ecosystem grow. The logic behind that is a, it's better to give than receive. Honestly, it's just. Be- Giving is a better feeling than receiving, but this should theoretically create an upward spiral for both the brands and the community. So as we ShopX gets more and more brands, the community gets paid more and more Ethereum, so they're obviously happy. They're posting more, getting more attention for us, and as we live in the attention economy, that's super important. And then as they post more and more, we get more and more brands, more and more ETH, creating more and more posts, more and more brands. So we kind of go upward together. So that's ShopX in a nutshell. And another product uh, project I do want to shout out right now is I'm working on is dating AI. It's not exactly related to e-commerce, but it's AI powered matchmaking. So that's that's a fun thing. So yeah, you can when that goes live in a month, you can just sign up for our service and then the it matches you based on your social media digital footprint. So you'd link all your accounts and then our machine learning would learn to match you with someone who you actually match with, like who you could actually vibe with versus just physicality traits. So hypothetically, like you could be like, okay, you're on the app here, are your three matches. Oh, can you tell me more about Jacob? Oh, Jacob was an engineer. He has less than a thousand followers on Instagram. He's into fit lifestyle. He's close with his family versus just straight looks. So the goal is you want to match people with people who actually match versus just the churn marketing style of dating apps we currently have now. But yeah. That's a long story short. That's, that's where we're at presently. Do you have any questions? I think I can dive into more. That's pretty awesome. So, uh,
0: yeah well can can you just like go, go back to the story like the basics and like 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 what is an nf nft you know and because okay. like you say they have like token gated nfts as far as the reserve reserve x yes right?
1: so um let's go uh i'm happy to go over that before we go into that let's just go further basics on what Web 1 is, Web 2 and Web 3 is and why it's Yeah, important. that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I have a pretty good knowledge for that. So in Web 1, think of read only. So in Web 1, either of us could go on there and just kind of read content. Web 2, just think of um, read and write. So think of like Instagram, YouTube, any social media now or even this podcast mm-hmm. for this matter, we can create the content. like you, you're creating content right now and your listeners are reading or they're listening, but technically reading that content. So read and write. The issue with that is Instagram or any social media, they own the content, meaning they can cancel you at any point in time. And I know that's been a prevalent issue as of late. Web three is a read, write and own. So we could read content, we could write content, but we can also own the content. So if you were to create an NFT, which is just in its core, it's just a non fungible token, but it's a connection between me and you. So between the creator and consumer, no one can cancel that connection between me and you, you created the NFT. I own NFT, there's a connection between me and you. So hypothetically, an example I would like to use is um, imagine you're a you're an artist, you're a you're a new music artist, you launch your first show, you sell an NFT pass. So think of an NFT as an access pass, a digital access pass. So you get access to certain things, whatever the creator decides. You sell your first pass for your first show. You're small, your friends and family support it. So now I own your initial pass. 20 years later down the line, your famous, you know, your front stage Coachella or whatever new festival there is, like, okay, these, these guys are my OGs. I, re- I remember them and there's proof that they were there. You can then, you, there's a connection with us. So you can now airdrop benefits in the form of like a backstage passes, tickets, whatever you want, because there's that connection between me and you. So right now, that creates a bilateral stream of value, be, a free flowing stream of value where no third parties are interacting, taking from that. So like, you could drop me airbag. You can drop me like whatever you want as a creator, and then turn me as the consumer. I can support you in more loyalty, more purchases, and all that good stuff. And so just that's think, awesome. Yeah, just think of a NFT as an access pass. Um, in terms of X, we've been trying to stay away from the word NFT just because of the general market sentiment. So we've just been calling them just uh, loyalty passes.
0: Right on. Awesome. That, that's pretty cool. And um, and you can see how uh, I can uh, you know being able to keep that connection forever. Um, how, how that could develop, you know, brand loyalty if if the brand uses it correctly.
1: Yeah, and on the flip side, just because in our example, if I own the pass, I feel like I have ownership in the brand. Thus, that creates a bunch of word of mouth marketing. I'm loyal to your brand because I own the pass. So, let's say in our example, we're like a small brand late launch, late launch a collection. I own the NFT, that brand goes up in value. Theoretically, my NFT should go up in value too. So another analogy I like to use is like a timeshare. If I'm going to Hawaii or Arizona for that matter, and if I own a timeshare, I'm telling all my friends and family, you're staying at this timeshare because I own it. It's the best timeshare in the world. And they will stay there because I'll be pushy about it. But if I don't own the timeshare, I'm like, eh, I don't care. Just stay wherever you want. So that customer ownership, I think, is a secret sauce of brand loyalty because they feel like they're part of the brand. If you're loyal, if you own part of McDonald's, I don't think, I don't think you're going to Burger King anytime soon.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, and then, um, I, I like that, like that it's a, like a direct, you know, link yeah. between you and the customer, with, with no, like third yeah. party kind of
1: stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. In, in our music example, there's no like agency, there's no agent just kind of taking 50% of the value. It's just, it's just between the creator mm-hmm. and consumer. Yeah, de- definitely. So I could say yeah, that w- would be um,
0: pretty cool. What, like, so h- how does the, the smart contracting
1: uh, work into that? Yeah, so what a smart contract is, just think of a, a digitally programmable contract. It's a bunch of tech mumbo jumbo just for just launching a um, anything in cryptocurrency. So what we've done specifically is we made the smart contract process as easy as possible. So if you were to use ShopX, and our belief is for Web3 to be mass adopted, it has to be as usable, as easy and as simple as possible for the brand, but more importantly for the brand's consumer. So for example, ShopX could enroll every single brand in the world to our services. If the product if the product that they launch for the consumer in the form of NFT passes isn't digestible for their consumer, like aka their customer. It, nothing will work. So we look at the brand's customers as our customers in the terms of this, in terms of smart contracts, really, really that's just, a, that's just dev works. So that's a coding contract that you can programmable and it's on the blockchain. So what we've actually done is we've done that all in the back and for brands. So rather than create a smart contract with web three DAS, which probably costs 20 to $30,000, you can do that directly within the Shopify or WooCommerce app by filling out two simple forms. It, And again it's just like an image a price a description uh just like the basic parameters of your pass and then from there you click deploy which is or you click create which is technically deploying that and then the smart contract is live your customers can then purchase so what after your smart contract is live it's in the form of a simple url so your customers can then purchase from that smart contract but all they see is they're seeing buy this pass get this product so we really simplified that process as much as possible so that's awesome in, in theory we want brands to be launching smart contracts and interacting with smart contracts without even knowing the word smart contract
0: right on so and then does the, the smart contract is that what establishes the connection between you and the customer and all that
1: uh so i think of the smart contract as the um it's what the customer is interacting with. So, as a customer, I'm technically purchase. I'm interacting with your smart contract to mint my NFT. Mint is another word for purchase. Once I minted the NFT, it's the the connection is then established. And because you as the brand, you own the smart contract. You you own the rights to that contract. So, if you wanted to establish it, so if I sell my NFT on the secondary market, which I have the option to, because it's my NFT, you can program royalties for yourself. So that's the power of owning the smart contract yourself.
0: Right on. And then on on the brand side, um, is it is, is this something that like uh, smaller brands could use too, or is it just the bigger brands like Nike? Uh,
1: so it's it's for everyone. So I can go. I like to give our three case studies. We have one enterprise level, one mid level, and one smaller like mom and pop shop. Just because I think that it's the full spectrum. Me personally, I'm more interested in the long tail brands, aka the smaller brands, because I think that's a really drives mass adoption. The bigger brands are already getting on board, like Nike, uh, Tiffany's and all that good stuff. They're already doing their own thing, but we want it to be easy and cheap for and efficient for smaller brands. So in terms of ShopX, we have, I think, over 600 um, app downloads. I would say our biggest brand right now is Fox Studios' new show, Capopolis. So if you watched Rick and Morty, it's by a guy named Dan Harmon. I personally love Rick and Morty. so you're checking out shop x the logo itself reminds me of the old school x-men x with a portal gun vibe so if you know if you know those two shows check out the shop x logo you're like ah that's it but yeah so the creator of rick and morty dan Harmon, he launched a nft collection for his new show kapopolis in the form of crap chicken they're called crap chickens because it's obviously a trolley show so me as a crap chicken holder i have a connection with a show so he launched this prior to the release of his show so Even before the show launched, she was already making revenue. He had a loyal fan base. And so now me as a crap chicken holder, I get to vote on the show. I'm going to get access to merch because I own the crap chicken holder. There's a chance my crap chicken shows up in real shows. So it creates a, it creates loyalty for the show prior to the release of the show. So that's cool. I would say my favorite launch for us. And it's also our first one was with the mag park. They're a mid-sized hatware brand in Los Angeles. And their biggest issue is a he's, Mickey is a great dude in the sense like his customers are kind of like his family like he is he has like a freaking basketball hoop in the middle of a shoe store so like the sixteen to the hype where kids could come and chew hoops with him so it's like a real friendly family vibe type of thing. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue with him was as soon as he dropped a new hack collection, bots would come and sweep up his inventory within less than like a like you know like a bots function but like within less than a second everything's bought then they resell the product since it's limited for over 10 times the value on the secondary market. So not only was he not seeing that value, but A, the kid who actually supports your show, who like hangs out at the store, doesn't get the hat one. So that's a no bueno situation. So what he ended up doing was he launched a gold, silver, bronze style pass collection for his loyal customers. So like his gold tier, it's called PicMoga, they get better benefits, his silver tier, they get other benefits. And his bronze tier, they get other benefits. So in his launch, he actually minted over he earned 93.75 ETH in less than 24 hours for his loyal fans. And since then there has been one case of botting. So we've been able to hundred percent protect his customers from checkout bots. And he continuously had benefits to those passes. So as a pink Mocha holder, you can get early access to hats, discounts, and all that cool stuff. A nice learning experience from that is during that launch, over 50% of the users were 100% branded to crypto. And the biggest roadblock we have is they try to buy Ethereum on Coinbase or something, and there's like a delay after you purchase Ethereum for the first time. It's like, okay, wait two to three business days, then you can send it off. So they weren't able to buy that immediately, which caused us to integrate with CrossMint. CrossMint is our credit card solution. So now as like like in Mickey's case, if you're a customer, you want to purchase an NFT you can now purchase with credit card and again to keep it to keep it on the simple vibes what's happening on the back end is with your credit card you're technically technically purchasing ethereum and that's getting sent to the brand but all you're seeing is a credit card purchase for the nft so you're paying them out you're purchasing the amount of ethereum for the nft and credit card they're getting it but you're just getting your nft deposited so that's right a yeah that's a cool use case and to answer your question about these smaller brands um our products and services they're so we have two pricing models. The first is for larger brands. It's for a bespoke solution. So like for the Fox Studios or some of the larger brands, they use they usually like to have a bunch of custom stuff. So at that point, we'll charge really depending on what they work, one what work they want done, they all want different stuff. But we also have a plug-and-play solution. So that that's free. So to gain access to the plug and play solution, you have to so ShopX tokens for the first time ever, they're tokenized software licenses that can be bought on authorized resellers. So if, if you want the free solution, you just have to get the right amount of tokenized software licenses. You get access to ReserveX, and then X earns our revenue in the form of that 5%, which we give half to our community, and then you keep 95%. So if you launch a collection, it fails, um, you don't really lose. There's no monetary sum cost, other than the tokenized software licenses, which of course are your tokenized software licenses. So you can sell them on the secondary market We you choose. And then our mom and pop example is a creator named Husky Jackson. He's a Husky on Instagram. So he was able to actually launch his NFT pass prior to the release of his product. So he had a community going, like had a Discord and everything, but he didn't have a product yet. So he launches NFT pass prior to the release of his product. So A, he has customers who are going to buy his product immediately, which is really important. He kind of knows how much to make. And B, he has proof of concept because, like, okay, people actually like the pass. And C, he has funds to actually start. Like as a small business, it's kind of hard, like, especially if you're like kind of strapped for cash, working a 95 job. He got funds to actually make the product from that before even releasing the product. So he got the funds to create the product and he got the customers to buy the product. And the customers are pretty happy because they also like, they liked his brand anyways. And personally, I own that past because I, I like Huskies and it's a it's a Husky. So you can't not support. So, yeah, X is really made for every everyone.
0: That's awesome. That, that's beautiful. And um, yeah, I, I like that uh, you could actually do that. You know, um, you, you know, sort of like pre-sell a product or a, a launch of some sort, and yeah. and, and raise money, and you know, in, in the process. And then yeah. the, you know, the people have their NFT that they, you know, that, that they could cherish or whatever. You know, like like, um, and, and so, so it's not like they're getting nothing. You know, like they, they actually have something.
1: And yeah, and the cool thing about the NFTs is it's common in the culture. People people love their NFTs. If you're ever on crypto Twitter, you'll see people for days just having their NFTs as profiles. So it's not uncommon for brands, customers like the Mickey Meg Park or the Fox Capopolis or, or whoever, to actually switch. They they love their NFTs so much, so they'll put their NFTs as their profile picture and, and stuff like that. They're telling everyone about that. So that's a cool side effect. And I think one of our the nice thing about NFT loyalty programs is a the conversion rate is super high so for example the average conversion rate in e-commerce is less than two percent but amongst pass holders it's over 80 percent because they've already bought to the product they're already waiting so in mickey's case every hat lot he has he knows kind of he's got 80 percent of his pass holders going to buy the hat so it takes a lot of the guesswork on how much product to make and the more important thing is in e-commerce uh, a lot of times a brand will lose money on their first on the customer's first purchase. So the name of the game isn't getting that customer. The name of the game is retaining that customer. And this is where the loyalty aspect comes into, comes into play. So with brands we've worked with, we've seen like a six times repeat store stat. So every time, like for the NFT holders, they add the pass, they're bought in, they're just gonna continuously buy from the brand because they feel they have ownership.
0: That's awesome. That's beautiful. And then, um... <clears throat> as part of that because you're keeping in contact with them as well because they're in the because they're part of yeah, your part. ecosphere now
1: yeah, yeah. so like like for example the like one of our brands um again Mickey here some other ones they have in discord servers they have the option to do token gated discord access servers where like now the pass holders get special uh, like a special place to talk with other pass holders within the discord The brand is much more interactive. They take their pings on products, like they have like raffles and all a bunch of fun, bunch of fun trolley stuff. One of our other clients was going to be Impact Wrestling. So they're like a WWE style thing where Mm -hmm. their pass was going to be a wrestler based pass, like whatever. I would love to work with Ric Flair or The Undertaker, but their model was like you buy the pass for the certain wrestler, you get autographed merch, and then you can have access to the wrestler's token gated Discord section which would mean you get to meet your favorite wrestler type of thing. And this is obviously really transferable to any artist, any sports athlete, really anyone. And it goes back to the creating a connection between the consumer and creator type of deal.
0: Right on. That's awesome. It's also awesome. Like you had mentioned about um, being able to um, pretty much, you know, bypass or eliminate the bot situation. Oh yeah. That's that's a little so that's a, I, I i was watching this thing on this guy chad focus or whatever um a do- documentary um on him and that, that's what his it was all about was was that bot situation and like, i didn't realize what the shoes and they, they showed like how things get sold out in less than a minute and all that
1: yeah that's a that's a little known issue unless you actually look into it but in the hyper streetwear brand it's actually really prevalent so a funny story is during our testing we hired a team of professional so it's a whole ecosystem like uh, in itself or like there's professional bars who try to buy and break anyone's system and then get the product and resell it quickly so during our testing phase we hired a team to actually or we had a team try to break our system it's like hey see if you can get past this and and they couldn't and they actually claimed our bot protection system was better than nike because of the nfts right on that's awesome
0: and as far as like uh, um the the um, i guess the mom and pop or the somewhere in some somewhere in there that range um how how would you recommend that they use the, would, would they also also attach physical products to it or that the um that they get from that's uh relatable to the price of the um of the nft pass or um what would, would they just get like um, exclusive merch or exclusive products that are just related to that nft like how, how would you recommend it
1: yeah so this is actually one of the favorite parts of shop x for me is shop x is merely a technology platform so brands are going to use our platform to best fit their individual specific needs and as more and more brands play around with that that's more and more use cases for other brands to copy and just reiterate and make their own so for example brand a does one thing it works for them really well. Brand B could copy that. It doesn't work for them. Brand C could copy it. it does It works relatively well, but then they make it their own style of thing, and it works really well for them. So it, it creates a whole, like a whole just, um, in web, the term is composability. So in web three, it's composable, meaning we all work off of each other. So you only solve a problem once, and we're all on the same team here. So that's going to that's gonna take place in the ecosystem. And to answer your question, if you're a mom and pop, just trying to dip your toes in the water, test out the service. We always recommend a crawl, walk, run approach. So rather than launch like a mess, massive campaign of like selling tens of thousands of NFTs, maybe just start off with 50, see how your customer, customers react, attach a project or discount to those 50 passes. And then from there, see how they react. You'll learn about the software. And then the cool thing about our software is you can do that 50. But you can launch as many collections as you want. So you can do that 50 for one specific product claim. The next collection could be a uh, continuous benefits, meaning like it could be like the Magpark or Nike, where like you have a pass, so you just continuously add products and discounts. So you could do that. So yeah, we recommend we recommend starting small. Plus, when you start small, you'll learn how to. So ShopX, like I said, we're a technology platform, meaning we're there to support brands, but in the end, it's on the brands onus to sell the product to their customers. So we offer support documents and we offer help and videos to brands like, okay, if customers have web three questions. Here are some basic outlines, but if a brand is a small approach to get those out of the way and they're set up for success for later launches and with that smaller approach, it's the brand's customer sees that they'll see the benefits from that small pass and they'll want to get it on the second one. So it'll create a FOMO effect.
0: That's awesome. That's beautiful. Um, So as far as uh, for for like uh, the e-commerce brands, um, is there a specific, because I I heard you mention Shopify, you know, and then I heard you mention WooCommerce. um, Is there a specific um, one of those platforms that you have to be on or can you be on any platform, any of the live
1: So in order to utilize ShopX right now, we're presently live on both Shopify and WooCommerce. We chose those two specifically because out of the big four, I want to say Shopify, WooCommerce, probably Salesforce, Commerce, and BigCommerce are the big four e-commerce platforms. We chose Shopify first because it's the simplest to use and has the biggest market share. So we're live on the Shopify app store right now. So if you are on Shopify, you want to test it out, just download the app on the app store and you can start playing around with it. In terms of WooCommerce, we're in the beta phase, meaning you can use it, but you have to download a zip file. But very soon, within before the end of the year, we'll be live on their App Store as well. So if you're on Shopify, or WooCommerce, you're good to go. But of course, we do offer that bespoke, custom dev solution depending on the size of your brand. But that just costs a little extra money.
0: Right. On. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a. What do call it? My, my, my for the for the um, supplements and CBD is uh, big commerce.
1: Oh no! Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yeah.
0: So yeah, 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 because they because they're CBD friendly
1: yeah they are <laughs> yeah. i know so, i know i know that can be annoying on other platforms
0: yeah yeah shopify like when i got into because I, I had the first uh hemp cbd store in, in california hmm. so like uh back then shopify was totally against it now they now they allow it to yeah. a certain extent but um uh because i know hmm. several people that have shopify stores but um back then you would get shut down everything yeah. all Money held, everything. I
1: was, uh, uh, yeah, because I, I used to work with um, Ease Cannabis Delivery, so I, I had friends in the space, and there was a whole, was a whole headache between that and the payments. This is not really shopex, but between like getting your store shut down, and payments held from like Stripe or something, it was just yeah, it was, it was just a nightmare.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a deal with that, you know. Like, even with CBD, like, I, I had it happen six times last year. Yeah, it, it, was, it was crazy. I, I shut down. I, almost more than half the year but getting back to the shop exit and all that it's a it, it seems like super awesome it, Is is there a technical aspect you know um to to it or can is it something that you know as, as long as you have like can understand how to run a website and stuff you, you could hop in and and you know follow the some videos or whatever on shop x and and get up and running, or do you have to have some specific technical skills?
1: Uh, no, you don't really need any technical skills. The only technical skills you would need are access to your Shopify or WooCommerce store. So if you're not know a download an app and start playing around an app, that's enough you need to get started with ShopX because we really want to keep it as simple as possible. Awesome, awesome, and it and it is something like CBD
0: allowable on there, or, or are there or, are there are there certain industries that are limited?
1: Uh, and then we want shop for everyone. So we do have a waitlist of brands. So we individually um, check, like we individually accept brands, but CBD I'm cool with CBD. I, I mean, like we talked about earlier for personal reasons, I I'm a big fan, not, I guess not advice or anything, but for personal reasons, I'm a big fan of the medical benefits of CBD. So CBD is welcome. Right on. Awesome. Awesome. That, that's
0: super cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, um, and, and you said there's like, like for the medium and smaller size people there's there's no upfront costs and then you guys just uh, said as this they're sold you guys get like a, a commission off of that basically exactly so um and then so so the your transactions are with ethereum right and um within the shop x the uh do you help stores or do you um do you have any knowledge about having uh like e-commerce stores have the ability to do transactions with, with uh um uh, so, bitcoin or not bitcoin but um in, in, whatever yeah. you want to call them different kinds of cool no I mean,
1: actually a, a cool part about shop x is we we don't so we merely token gate the checkout process for your customers so meaning If you're a brand, you deploy a ShopEx NFT pass, your customers purchase that. They get get access to your products. Any email structure, like any retention emails you have, we don't interfere with that at all all because it's your checkout process, nor do payments. So whatever payments you have set up, so as a customer, once I get the pass, whatever payments you normally have set up as a brand, those remain completely unaffected. So ShopX, we only... Yeah, so the only extra step would be the you as a brand creating the pass, which costs some Ethereum and gas because that's how the system works. And then you as and your brand's customer making that purchase in either credit card or Ethereum, it's up to them. And then from there, after the customer has a pass, anything you as a brand have already set up on your Shopify or WooCommerce store, we made it. We made a point not just not to mess with that all because it's your flow. We don't want to add any checks, any extra steps to the checkout. So yeah. So if you're if the brand is already accepting cryptocurrency, it's good. But if not, we don't offer the solution for them to accept cryptocurrency for payments.
0: Right on. That's awesome. That's, it's also super awesome that you um have the system set up to where if the person wants to pay with a credit card, that all the conversions and everything can happen on the back end without them even knowing. Yeah. You know, that, that that's super awesome. Um, because it's a i'm sure that greatly um amplifies the amount of people that will use it as, at least at first you know as because it has to be like some kind of a, you know not not a lot of people know about this kind of stuff yet you know and then the value so so, so oh. offering that option is super awesome
1: oh yeah no it's 100 necessary especially for the first one it's like if they see i'll buy ether, a lot of people will be turned off and say okay buy a credit card it's just much easier to digest at that point
0: Right on and then, um, so the, and then just to be clear, like the, you know, boosting brand loyalty teeth through customer ownership and that that's the, basically the, the, the NFT passes and stuff that they're
1: purchasing and, and they now own, that's what, that's what the ownership is. So it's not so much ownership in the company, but they own the NFT themselves. So because they own the NFT, they own the connection between you and the customer or the brand and the customer. And that it's like a loyalty pass times 9,000 because I own the brand. I'm just going to keep coming back to the brand. I'm going to tell all my friends about the brand and I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to support you any way I can. And on top of that, I want to, I now have some incentive to want the brand to increase in value. So that's baked into that yeah for sure yeah and it, and it just makes a lot of sense
0: you know because I know that like I don't know if it was towards the end of last year or the beginning of this year that a lot of the people that I'm surrounded by they were into nfts or whatever for whatever reason and like you said like they they were like oh, posting oh, them oh yeah, yeah no. like you know on their social media and, and a couple of them even did they they put they changed yeah. their profile picture with their nft and stuff like that and, and they were really proud about it and like I'm, um, I, I, that was like the first time I had heard about it, was just like, like seeing the, the word, of,
1: word of mouth marketing for you. You're saying, like, what
0: is that? Yeah. But, um but I could see how the, that, that um, could be much more effective than like a, a tchotchke kind of thing, like a key ring or something like that for yeah. the logo, you know, like, yeah. like, and, and build, and build that lo- loyalty and, and it stays with you forever.
1: Correct. Uh, I, I, yeah. It's a, it's a loyalty pass for life. So if we're to, like if you outgrow the brand, like for example, if it's like a children's brand out the loyalty pass, I grow it. I can sell them to the secondary market or I can pass it down to my kids. It's my NFT and it's my choice. I get to do what I want. And then you as a brand, you get to choose royalties if you want to take those on the secondary market as well.
0: That's awesome. And, and, and all that, is, is there like security issues that, 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 come, that arise with anything? I know you said you have like some pretty good, uh, stuff you know built up for for shop x but it, but just in, in general with with this kind of uh, technology is there security issues
1: yeah so there's no particular extra security issues with shop but any normal security issue that happens with cryptocurrency still does apply because it is cryptocurrency and, and for your listeners for example like if you lose your private keys to the nft and someone takes it that way there's no way to get it back something i do foresee in the future is as brands more and more mass adopt this technology and create like uh, like discord channels and whatnot for the communities i could see that functioning as a honeypot for crypto hackers to so be like okay they're joined, like like for example like nike were to do it they create a Discord community for the passwords like if you're a smart hacker you'd be like okay there's a bunch of new people there let me see if i could do some phishing so my recommendation is just be extremely careful and never give out your private keys right on that, that's awesome Yeah, And and we do provide brands with like basic outlines and basic documents and and videos on on that. But then at that point, the brand usually would like to, because it has ShopX logos and all that good stuff. At that point, they usually like to throw in their own design and work on that. And it really is on them to educate the customer. So ShopX will help train the trainer. But we obviously want the trainer to train, be trained well, because my personal goal is I would like to live a nice, peaceful life. I can't do that if the money system screwed up. So I view cryptocurrency as a solution for that. So rather than onboard my mom and grandma Thanksgiving, since that's coming up tomorrow, ShopX is a way for me to do that at scale. So like, for example, we're, we're working with Fox Studios, a new show called Popolis. That's a bunch of new attention towards NFTs. And if, the, for, if their customer is brand new to Web3, their first interaction is negative. Like if they get their stuff stolen or some security act, that's very hard to overcome. Because <laughs> at that point, I'm like, well, I tried i'm done yeah so we want to prevent that as much as possible that's
0: awesome yeah and and, and this is a, a super awesome way to expose people including, including myself you know to, yeah. to, to, to something like something like this that's, that's super awesome is is there um anything that um you that we've left out or you want to add it
1: in uh no just the the cool um a cool thing is ShopX um our tokens are for the first time ever tokenized software licenses. So if your brand went to use our services, they have to have a certain amount of those licenses. And if you're a SquadX member, you have to have a certain amount of those licenses too. So the best way to learn about ShopX would actually not check out our website, not ask or email me. I would recommend you join the ShopX Discord, which is on our Twitter account, and then ask the community members what they think about that. (laughs) Because obviously ShopX team is going to be biased, but no, our community is a bunch of straight shooters. So if they don't like something about the project, they'll tell you. And that's that's actually much more valuable for the ShopEx team because feedback is the name of the game in technology. So yeah, other than that, um, general crypto advice is just, if you're new to crypto, just please, please, please be safe with your crypto. Do your own research for everything. Don't fall for scams. And then I would recommend taking control of your cryptocurrency in the form of a hard wallet. Not advice, because again, do your own research, but I personally use a Trezor. So yeah, just if it's not your keys, it's not your coin. We learned from FTX that like, and then again, same problem with the banking system where it's like, they can just take your money at any point, but if you own your crypto, like if you secure it yourself, no one can take it from you. So that's something I'd recommend you look into.
0: That's awesome. Beautiful. I, I did have one question. If you don't mind, it's a little bit off topic, you know, not, not super off topic, but, um, the uh, one thing I did read about you, you and, and sort of reminded me of what, what you just said, is uh, said you're a vocal advocate for the decentralization of power and control promoting the democratization of access and opportunity in the digital world. So what does that mean exactly?
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to explain the, de- the decentralization of power. Just look what happens now with our, with our current system, with the centralized power at the top. First of all, I think most of them are corrupt and just terrible. But not only that, a good person can't win because the corrupt person will always beat the good person because of our st- structure with people. and Because the people in power, they have corrupt friends. They get, their people in, they get their friends in power. And that just creates a whole smorgasbord of just blah. So the answer to that is I think it's decentralization. So right now, the biggest issue we have, in my opinion, is I think the money system is corrupt which then fuels everything it feels a bunch of stuff bad like for example all the endless wars are fighting all of the people being like all the divide amongst people it's because our money is getting stolen out from amongst under us and the reason for that is because it's controlled by one central entity the u.s federal reserve which is i don't know if you guys ever looked into that but it's a private company that's owned by some of the richest families in the world who just yeah, they fund everything, like the Rothschilds and all that stuff. So the reason they have all that power is because they have all that power centralized. But Bitcoin, in general, is a decentralized version of that. So like, no one's in control of Bitcoin. No one can shut off anything. So yeah, that's just my take on thing. It. It's a bit unrelated to ShopX, but I believe that's a powerful message. And I think as humans, we're collectively realizing that our system doesn't currently work. Just, I mean, look at the price of anything. The reason for that is the money system's corrupt. So. Crypto fixes on my opinion but I suppose we'll find out <laughs>
0: yeah for sure yeah so um, I'm on this, yeah I have the same uh, thought process as, as, as you with that for sure. So awesome awesome. well I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all this uh, valuable valuable information. it's a uh, you know it, it, what, what you're offering is seems super cool I could see how it really benefit you know brands with uh, you know creating super loyal customers that just stay around forever. You know, and like you said, this is, you know, you know, this kind of technology that, you know, like the Web3 and everything else is it's it's the future and the future is now basically. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) about to say the Malcolm in the Middle scene. Um, No one probably watches that show, but we're like, do we did you watch Malcolm in the Middle? I, I did yeah yeah you remember Dewey like they dunk on how like how's playing basketball against the three kids and then they create like a Roblox cyber where Dewey's on the top and then they knock down how and they said the future is now old man so just <laughs> I, it's worth a give it's a funny Malcolm scene but yeah right
0: on awesome awesome all right well um have a uh, fabulous Thanksgiving and uh thank you again for coming on the show yeah of course anytime